Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of Traveler's Log. I am Jacob. Uh, I am the referee. We are running a fun sci-fi homebrew campaign in Mongoose Traveler 2nd Edition. Uh, and I am here with my friends. Uh, let's start with Jeremy. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy. I play the character Lloyd Ackerman, the spy slash assassin. It's hard to say. <laughs> Do I need a retake? Is that a... <laughs> It's kind of fun. I mean, I think we're, I don't know. Spy slash assassin. What was the word that I had trouble with last time? There was a word last time, too. Was it assassin again? It was assassin. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Assassin. Have you had anything to drink today, Jeremy? <laughs> We've also got Clark. Hello, I am Clark. I am playing Santiago Alejandro de la Ral. Um, and unfortunately, after the events of last episode, I now only have one nostril plug. But once I get my hands on VJ, the astrogator aboard the Iron Eagle, he will pay up his debts and I will have enough money to buy a replacement air filter nose plug. Specifically, I'm missing the, the filter that I would put in my right nostril. So I just have a filter in my left nostril now. So we, we have our first quest planned already. Is uh... That's right. VJ, I will find you. <laughs> All right. And then we have Connor. Hello, this is uh, Connor playing the fantastic role of Lance Petty. What's up, Petty crew? How's it going? Everyone doing good? Yes. Anyway, I'm excited to charm everyone and you know i immediately regret bring a little sunshine into everyone's life we're uh, preparing to film the upcoming uh, docudrama captain's log so petty crew all right last and not least we have john hey i'm john i'm playing spot bogler uh lawyer detective psionic extraordinaire uh now known as deborah thanks to lance petty <laughs> so uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, things things can change. Yeah, we're, we can, can, uh, can improv. Uh, yeah, you can always legally change your name. Yeah, you are Deborah now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. With that, actually, speaking of Mr. Lance Petty, I was kind of curious to see uh, what his thoughts are regarding what happened last time we met. All right. Recent update on the captain's log. As I'm on my way to join up with the fantastic crew of the captain's log, in the travels, we recently dropped out of jump space. Along that travel, as soon as we dropped out, it seems like there was an error on the pilot and captain's side. Too bad that they didn't ask for my opinion, even though I offered it several times. Uh, it seems like that led to crashing. <sighs> if only they had such a prestigious and acclaimed pilot on the ship that could have guided them to safety. It would have been so much better. Anyway... After that, uh, it seems like Dolores was worse for wear. Yeah, Mr. Dolores spilled her guts all over the floor after crashing, but he is, he is still stable. Uh, Lewis is uh, finding his way to, uh, he got his gear in and is ready for whatever kind of combat's ready to go. And uh, we don't know what happened or where, where that crashing landed us, but after we reclaimed ourselves and got ourselves back on track we went to the the bridge where after i spent all my time of energy opening that door we opened up to nothing but the freya wilderness all right thank you yeah i have chills and yeah just 
just extremely just tiny minor detail that uh, you know you kind of left out. Lance probably doesn't care. You know, it wasn't just you know the pilot's incompetence. You were kind of sort of attacked by pirates, but you know minor detail. We don't need to yeah, gloss over too much, I guess. But yeah, that still wouldn't <laughs> have been too much for <laughs> pilot and captain Lance Petty. Yeah, if only we had him at the helm. Yeah, instead of as a passenger, you know, I'm sure they love random passengers taking control of the ship. Yeah. Yeah, so you were aboard the Iron Eagle. You all have woken up, gathered your things. You were trying to get to the bridge to find out what the heck was going on. You managed to open it up. You can't contact anybody on radio. You have just opened up the door to Jungle Wilderness. The bridge is gone. What do y'all do? Well, I was the one who cranked open the door. I probably going to have my rifle at the ready and just kind of poke my head out, see what I can see, test the air. Sniff, sniff. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> All right. Does it sound like you want to make a recon check then? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. What is recon based off of? Is that? We'll say intelligence. Intellect? Yeah, intellect. I'm going to call it intelligence. Screw you, d d But yeah. All right. That will be a seven. Yeah, so you can definitely feel the air is thinner here, but you can breathe it unaided, so should be fine. Yeah, you kind of look at it, kind of peek your head out a little bit more, uh, look left and right. You realize, yeah, this is this is a good hit. Like, the ship is kind of, like, partially buried in there. Uh, you will kind of have to climb up a little bit out of the crater that has just been created. Uh, you look out, you do actually see the bridge, or what you think is the bridge, like the, the trees that have been knocked down that line kind of continues for a bit, probably five or so hundred meters. Uh, and you'd think you see wreckage of a bridge up there, but you're not sure. Nothing else in the vicinity at the moment. Like it's just, it's just jungle. There's humidity. There's a few bugs. You're pretty sure they're not going to eat you too bad. Question. So Dale Rawl probably has not seen the bridge yet, but does he know, knowing that the bridge is missing, the type of freight ship that this is, is the bridge designed to come off or would it take some serious trauma for this thing to break off? The ship is designed in such a way that like kind of the bridge is a little bit kind of further out, but it is not really designed to be detached. Like it's one of those things where like it was kind of built from modular pieces. So like in a sense, like if things were going to fail, it would be kind of at that seam between the bridge and everything else, but it's designed in such a way that it's all meant to just fit together kind of get welded so like it's not meant to come apart so this was definitely this was definitely a hit okay i immediately jump in and start monologuing i'm just kidding but (laughs) (laughs) but lance he he falls to the ground and brings his fist on the floor says dang it captain why did your pride let you get in the way of allowing lance petty the greatest pilot that the galaxy has ever seen from landing the ship properly so many lives were taken, but Lance Petty, Pilot pilot Supreme, will not let this go to waste. I will avenge your death. Your sacrifices will not be in vain. All right, everyone, let's get down to business. What should we do? Like, what do we do here? Hey, who is this guy? What's his deal? <laughs> I will point out, uh, you said that so many lives were lost. Uh, you actually haven't found any bodies yet. He's aware of <laughs> Everyone that you don't know is is just missing is all. Everyone else you've actually found is alive. So, but you know, Lance, he, he has a taste for the dramatic. <laughs> well, look, guys, I tried to, to contact the bridge and the people there, and supposedly there is still some sort of communication line to Captain LaRoche, but that 
dingle whoppers not picking up and nobody else is seems to be online at all so probably best to head over to the bridge see what we can find over there but before then i maybe we should try to find who else is alive here at the ship any other crew members has anybody found or seen anyone else you know, we saw Robert and Robert's wife. I don't know what is what her name was walking down the hallway, but I don't know where they are now. Hopefully, they're okay. Oh, isn't that Deborah? That might have been Deborah. You, you start to remember? Okay, yeah, no, that that was Deborah. Yeah, the wife was Deborah. <laughs> that was Deborah. Okay. <laughs> I like lean over to Spoth. Does that mean Lance thinks that we're Robert and Deborah? Like <laughs> that we're the married couple? Maybe. Lance is a very inclusive person. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> I, I'll walk up to both of you like, at least you two still have each other. <laughs> I'm just like side-eyeing. Like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy? Well, thank you, Lance. Thank you. It just goes over his head what he was implying there. It was like, oh, yes. Actually, take a brief second. Um, did, did me and Lloyd ever actually meet? Because we have the whole... Oh, that's true. Um, let's see. Or was it just like a random message, a random comms from some unex- undisclosed situation? So um, I remember... Okay, let's see. Going back into the character events. So this was a long time ago, 20 years ago. That's true. 20 years ago, we'll assume that I have no idea who this guy is. You've just you've just forgotten. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember who Lance is, but... Yeah. I am not going to remind him. He does not remember. Yeah, this was this was a while ago. Yeah, back in your old days, you helped bring down a terrorist group. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. So, yeah, way back 20 years ago. All right, so I'll act like I'm in charge. I'll, I'll, I'll just take the information that we've already discussed and act like it was my idea. So, <laughs> all right, guys. I think that the best form, the, the next best thing we should do is go and get our way up to that bridge and see what we can find. Maybe there's someone there that we can still save. Okay. And so I, I try to make my way towards the bridge. Sorry, was the bridge not the, the part of the ship that just fell off? Was that not the bridge? Yeah, that was. That was. Um, oh, okay. You do see pieces of what appear to be the bridge, like a ways down. Ah, uh, okay. It just separated and landed a little ahead of you. Oh, okay. Let's get down there. Okay. So I'll probably go and get whatever gear I might seem helpful in this terrain. and Which would be what? Lance? Um, so I do have my, my Nike field kit. And... Uh, <laughs> my my heads up display i think that should be in my room correct or is that also in the locker Uh, that'll be in your room your heads up display will be in your room are there any vehicles rovers uh anything like that aboard the the iron eagle um you think you remember one of the crew members just while chatting in the weekend jump space you think you remember them you know mentioning a couple times that there's like a little like a shuttle but that stays in the cargo bay and none of the passengers are allowed in the cargo bay that is a deck below you, so you imagine that it's probably kind of buried in the ground. You haven't looked around the back, you know, maybe the back half, which is where everything opens up. Maybe that's open. You do know there's like a small, uh, I think it's an air raft. They kind of use it as, or no, it's not an air raft. It's, it's also a ship's boat. They'll kind of use sometimes as a shuttle if they can't land the ship. Well, I'm going to turn to Spoth. Spoth, do you, uh, do you sense anything? Is there anything out there? Great question. If if they're out there, they're too far away. I wouldn't be able to pick them up. Yeah, sorry. In game, like you get a negative two penalty for each like step of range you go up. So it's pretty hard to like telepathy somebody when they're you know like more than five meters away. I think. Ah, uh, do you have do you have clairvoyance at all? I do have clairvoyance. Yeah, should I use that? Because I think there's like an actual sensibility within clairvoyance that lets you like kind of get the feel for like what's around you type of a deal. 
Yeah, let me check that real quick. I will say, if you were thinking of like send thoughts, that actually does have a normal range of distance. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's in the range of like a couple hundred kilometers or something. Like it's it's a ways. Okay. Uh, I want to use sense. The basic ability to sense things at some point in the distance. A character will become aware of the most rudimentary characteristics of a location when applying this ability. For example, the referee will give a basic description without detail. A room containing four dogs or an open plain with a tree or no animals or men present. The clairvoyant character must state the range at which he is applying his talent and will generally sense the most interesting or important feature at that range. Uh, so how far away are is, is there like one big hunk of the bridge that looks like, you know, like, hey, that's where the most things will be happening and the most stuff going on? Uh, it looks from the distance that you're at. It looks like it's it's mostly survived in one chunk. Uh, the bridge is kind of further up there. OK, that would be about 500 meters away, which I think should be fine so yeah go ahead and give me a side check okay that is a seven plus one is an eight yeah so eight that should be fine uh i don't think it's quite that distance yeah you're, you're good you get a pretty decent picture of what's going on let's see so you do see the bridge uh, or what you think is the bridge it's definitely not in one piece like it's kind of mostly scattered there's like a collection of pieces you see two people and another body okay so three people total one of them looks dead Okay, I'm going to point out to one of the big scattered pieces of, of, of bridge that are kind of scattered around. You say, hey, it looks like there might be two people in a body over there just looking at it, you know, the way that people look at things. <laughs> You've always had really good eyes, Spot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Lloyd. I really do. Let's, let's go check it out. All right, everyone, let's suit up and head out. Okay. I will also remind you. Let's see. Did you want like a like a roster? You know, because it isn't. It wasn't just you and then the three over there. So I don't know how many people you remember from on this half of the ship. Oh, are there more people? Well, so it was. There were eight crew members and then seven passengers, including you four. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Robert seems the last guy I talked to. I don't know about anybody else, honestly. Yeah, Robert and Deborah. So there should be us four plus Robert and Deborah. Yeah one more crew or one more passenger. And then you found three people up in the bridge. There could be more back here. Okay. Well, the captain's probably over with the bridge. So I say we go check that out. While we're preparing to exit, would it be possible to go to that, the arms locker and try to grab a combat rifle? Yeah. Yeah. You can get a combat rifle. Okay. I grab a first aid kit and a combat rifle. What kind of rifle is it? This one would be the auto rifle. The auto rifle. Okay, perfect. I'll make a note of that. So that's just kind of your basic M16 type. And then Lloyd had the other one. There were just the two there. Yeah, I'm going to like toss mine over to Spoth. Here you go, Spoth. We don't know what will be out here. As you're getting ready to go out, uh, you do see Robert and Deborah kind of peek around a corner. Uh, and then Deborah speaks up for the first time. She's like, wait. She kind of sees that there's daylight coming through the window there. Wait, what happened to the bridge? What's... Do we? Are you guys going out there? Yes, we must. Are, are you gonna? Do you know if anyone else is alive? Like, are you gonna? It's not looking. It's not looking good. Well, there might be two people. It might just be the six of us in this room right now. One of them might be dead. What was your name again? Lance. Shut up. Excuse me. No, it, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Did you? Did, did, you, did I offend you, Delorean? Look, it, this is a very stressful situation. We don't know if we're the only people left, so we should keep a positive outlook. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't give them false hope. We're all under a lot of stress, okay? You know, I say we just we keep our heads on, and we just keep doing what we need to do, okay? 
but we let's go check on the bridge see if captain laroche is still around uh, uh robert and deborah do you want to come with us um i kind of look at each other for a minute we'll we'll stay here and just see what we can kind of gather out through here well you know robert kind of says yeah I'll, I'll see if i can like break my way into the cargo hold you know just kind of see what we got in there i didn't check on the engine room yet either uh, I think we had a couple people back there, but yeah, you can go ahead to the bridge. We'll we'll see what we can do here. Yes, I like this attitude. See what assets we have. You know, let's let's really bunker down and see what we need, what we have to survive here. There we go, Royce and. You've been on board a ship for a week with no one else to talk to, and you don't know their name. Deborah. Deborah. I'm Deborah. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> you were totally looking at Lloyd or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I knew that. Yeah. All right. So, yes, you two, lock it down. See what we have. When we come back, maybe have a, some water ready for us. We, we, we might be exhausted by the time we get back. Yeah. Okay. Um, be careful and don't get eaten, I guess. I don't know. Also, just in, while they were grabbing their guns and stuff, I would have gone back to my room, grabbed my, my heads up, my personal heads up display. And then is the Medi scanner just I was reading through it, is that something that you'd constantly wear on yourself, or is like if you were something bad happened, then you'd attach it to figure out what's going on? That would be like yeah, kinda like keep it on your belt and then you can pull it out if needed. Okay. So I'd grab that as well. And then I would have also grabbed my uh yeah, I'll I'll just grab a few things and then my rapier from the my special golden rapier, you know from my mm. weapons locker. Would that have been accessible or would I've had to try to make some strength checks to get in there? It was in the locker. So you're, you're good to go. And then as we're about to get, like we just talked to Robert and Deborah, I'm going to grab my, my super fancy shirt and I'm going to like straighten it up. And when I straighten it up, a little camera pops up the top, like over the, each shoulder. <laughs> and now, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. First person view from Lance Petty as we're about to, Explore the desolate planet of Freya. All right, yeah. So you step out. Uh, it is this planet is warm. Uh, it has the hot designation uh, in there. So it's uh, I think that it was like between thirty and eighty degrees Celsius. Which holy cow is kind of where it's ranging. So this is a uh, luckily you know you're shielded from the sun because you are in kind of the jungly area. But yeah, it's you step out. It is humid. You can it's just so it, it is definitely quite warm. Um, let's have, let's see, who was it that, who made a recon check at the beginning there? That was me. Okay. Lloyd. Uh, if you want the rest of you can make a recon check as well. Just kind of as you're getting out and walking around here. Sure. Sure. 2d, right? Yeah. 2d plus recon plus intellect. That's a seven, baby. A seven. And if I don't have any proficiency at all, is that a minus two or minus three? Uh, minus three, unless you have jack of all trades. I have a five. Oh, then it's a four. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Was Lloyd the only one who has recon then? I have zero in recon. Zero in recon? No. I think so. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, I'm the lookout. That is that is fine. Uh, I think I know what, yeah, one or two of you at least. Um, I feel like uh, maybe that's what you spend your study periods on. Maybe that's a skill you should <laughs> obtaining. Yeah, so you're just going out. Um, yeah, you do hear like kind of bugs and things like that. Like it's just, yeah, you're you're just. It's kind of distracting being in a sauna. So you're out walking. It is. It's not too far. Yeah, 500 meters or so is what I said. 
So with the with it being so hot, I'm going to start monologuing like, yes, as we're walking through this, the, the harsh jungles of Freya, you can really he- feel the heat start to drain all of us. But if you get the, the specialty Diplo vest with, cool- with the coolant rig, you can actually stay cool and comfortable no matter what weather you are. So go online and use the code PETTY25 for 25% off your own coolant rig Diplo vest. And I activate it and you start to see like the, you hear like the little motor sort of a thing as I think it starts to cooling me off. This is my favorite character. I hate him so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're walking around then. Yeah. Lance is doing his uh, sponsor spot there. It's, it's just, it's y'all are having a ball. You do eventually come up to the bridge. Yeah. It's definitely bent in several places Uh, because your half kind of had the door, like it's separated just after the door. It is open. It's kind of been ripped apart. So you run into, you do see Sophia, the stewardess. Yeah, her rather nice bright clothes are slightly less nice and slightly less bright because they do have, there's some grease stains and things like that all over. Uh, She is actually bent over, she doesn't notice you. She's actually bent over the pilot uh, where the pilot was sitting. Her name was Elsa. So you can kind of see her tending over to, uh, to Elsa. As you're kind of looking around a little bit, you do see uh, kind of back in behind where kind of the captain's chair is. You do see Captain Matthias LaRoche unconscious or dead. You don't know, just sitting there in the, in the bay. <clears throat> Sophia. What? Oh. Hey. Oh, my God. You're alive. Okay. Oh. <laughs> ah. um, that, was, that was a wild ride, wasn't it? Um, hey, can you help me out here? I think Elsa, like, she can't walk um we need to like get her out to safety is or how many people are with you just us four robert and deborah are back with the rest of the ship that's all we've run into since the crash you haven't run into you haven't run into yawn or zantante or anyone else that's we haven't seen anybody else stupid varga it's all killed you sophia where's vj is he okay <laughs> i i don't know he ran he ran down somewhere to i don't i don't know where he is i damn it I don't know. He ran out right before he crashed. It's okay. We'll find him. Well, what, what now? What can we help with? Well, I don't know. It also kind of perks up a little bit. And I was like, well, we need to get out of here. This is going to be way too dangerous. She's definitely got kind of more. She's also former Navy. Uh, you've gotten to know her a little bit. She's definitely less uh, friendly than Sophia. Definitely less personable, but you have gotten to know her a little bit. Sophia was in the Navy for a bit. She has a prosthetic leg. Nice. Which was... I had a lot of fun rolling up these characters. She got injured and or kicked out of careers three times. Nice. Wow. Went, yeah, so she's she's had a long and storied life. Uh, but yeah, she has a prosthetic leg. And as Sophia's kind of helping her up, you can kind of see that it's basically been ripped to shreds, like to the point where it's honestly better just to kind of take it off. But so it's just them. Yeah, and Sophia also says, I, I, I noticed the captain. Um, I, I mean, I'm not really much of a doctor, but I, I think he's gone. I don't. I'll go check for a pulse while she says that yeah hey referee question with what my character knows about reactors engines mechanics um mechanical stuff is there any risk of the reactor of the iron eagle exploding or imploding or other nasty things we should be aware of like that uh they do build them to be fairly hardy Uh, this is just stuff that you know off the top of your head Usually there's like some sort of procedure to kind of shut things down. Like if they, like there's, there's an emergency kind of shut off there. Uh, usually though, if there is going to be a problem, there could be a leak and you would have to check for that. Uh, where just, it would slowly radiate everything around it. Um, but for the most part, like if 
things were to go really dramatically bad, it would have exploded upon impact. So at least that has not happened. Okay, well, quick question, because one of the items that I did specifically take was I did take a Geiger counter to detect radiation. Um, I'm going to pull that out. Do I suspect that there's a leak or anything to be worried about? Uh, based on that, I mean, you are further away from the reactor now, so it's, you're going to get a less strong reading regardless. There is a very slight reading, but it's one of those things where it's like not much stronger than like the natural background radiation in the mountains of Colorado, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, okay, there's, you don't know if that's also just natural radiation around here, but you'd think that at least at this distance, you're probably fine. Maybe it's a different story if you go back closer and check, but at least out here, you're fine. I kind of want to berate Elsa a little bit. <laughs> Dang a pilot. What happened? How could you let this happen to everyone? Look, I don't know what it was. We, there were pirates out there. There were, how many were there? Six, seven. Damn it. Don't tell me what just happened, okay? Be straight with me. Come on. Look, we got attacked. They, they normally call ahead and just say, hey, give us all your crap, and we'll leave you alone. That didn't happen. I mean, Who's they? The pirates. That's just... Eh. Oh, pirates. Have you, you've flown a ship before, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's like, it's funny. Right. You know, right. you recognize me? The greatest pilot yeah, that, of yeah, our generation. Yeah. Um, yep. Proud, pride of the Navy. Yep. I got it. Yep. I just, yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Don't you know? He's from a pretty prominent Navy family. And then he kind of rose to stardom in his family. Like he did. He is basically a Kardashian at this point. Like he's just had enough like lucky breaks with media spots and everything else that he's basically a celebrity. Huh, never heard of him. At first, I thought this was Elsa laying everything out to everyone. Yeah, I thought Elsa was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay, you got the whole, you're a real uh, petty head, aren't you? <laughs> the little bit you've talked, I mean, you don't know if it's just because Elsa's just a little bit colder kind of to begin with, like definitely much more professional. You don't know if it's because she doesn't like that you've like turned your prestige in the Navy into you know, for your own personal gain, turn it into a celebrity thing, or if she's just like this with everybody. But you do get the sense that she doesn't like you. Man, do you not remember your maneuvers you're supposed to use in intense combat situations like that? Come on, do not forget your training. I did, but as you know, a lot of them go out the window when you're in atmosphere and in a gravity well. They shut out the engine, so there wasn't a whole hell of a lot I could do anyway. We just kind of like, honestly, it's a miracle that I, the ship didn't explode as is. Like, she kind of looks around a little bit and Honestly, it's kind of fantastic that we're all still, well, most. That your captain's there. It could have been a lot worse. I would have loved to see you do that. We get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you haven't heard from anybody else then? No. Well, we found uh, two of the passengers, but nobody else. All right. Rest of the ship back there then? Like, how far is it? I didn't even, I didn't even have a chance to look. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a hike to get down here, but it's pretty, it's, it's not too far away. Has anyone taken the time to check out the captain yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lloyd was going to. I forgot about that. Yeah. So Lloyd this whole time been like, <laughs> I don't care about celebrity gossip. Let me go check on, you know, people who are actually dying or whatever else. Did you have medic at all? I do. I have one in medic. Okay. Uh, I won't even have you roll for it. This is, it's pretty easy to see. Yeah, he's, he died on impact or if ah. not then shortly after it's, which is a damn shame because he's fun to have dinner with, but you know. Uh, you do know that Sophia actually is the first officer, so technically speaking, she is the captain of what's left of the Iron Eagle. Mm. Okay. So that's kind of chain of succession, and then Elsa's now the new number one. Is there any official Navy thing that I know for, like, burial or, like, to honor the passing of a captain? Uh, there is. Normally, 
I mean, in like combat circumstances, it would be like a just kind of keep the body like until you have a place that you can do something with. But yeah, they're they're definitely like special ceremonies and things as like a send off that you can do. Was this man a decorated pilot, like Navy pilot at all, or is he just he was just a pilot kind of a thing? Like uh, he was enlisted for a little bit, so or he was um, an officer uh, for a little while. But he he did basically kind of his required years there in the Navy and then went on and kind of took those qualifications. And he's just he's always wanted to run his own ship. So he kind of got to the Navy briefly for experience. And that was it. Got it. So I will like making sure that it's like visual on the camera. I will take one of the many, many like pins and medallions that are on me that I've been awarded with. And I will put it on the guy's like lapel or whatever he has whatever uniform he has i'll put it on him and i'll be like thank you for your service captain you will you will be remembered what was his name (laughs) (laughs) captain matthew captain matthew thank you for your service matthias laroche all right and you just leave the body there hey sophia um if i recall there is supposed to be a a port of some kind on freya is that right yeah, and we were kind of sort of aiming for it. Uh, you know, luckily, I mean, we were already yeah. kind of descending. So if it's there, it shouldn't be too far. But I don't know. I have no idea where we are. It's um, oh, Thank God, I have this crazy headache right now. I can't imagine. Let me see if I can get you something. You know, realizes that she still, she still has Elsa on her shoulder. And he's like, um, let, let's, let's get out of here. Sophia and Elsa, do you guys have any idea why the pirates fired on us? Like, they didn't get any of our goods. Make a... Your choice of deception or investigate with intellect. Okay, I'll do deception. Uh, that is a 12. A 12, okay. Yeah, not a nat 12. Dirty 12. Dirty 12. Dirty filthy 12. Yeah, so you kind of see them glance back and forth at each other. There's kind of like that wordless exchange just of kind of, crap, what do we do? Um... And then you address that to both of them? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Sophia kind of turns back first because, you know, she knows she's in charge now. And she says, um, no, we, 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 don't, we don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I don't know why they were targeting us. You can kind of see through. She's absolutely hiding something but doesn't want to get into it. Sophia, um, if there's something on this ship or somebody on this ship that the pirates are after, they're probably going to come for us. If we're in danger, we need to know. Do we need to be worried about them coming down here and trying to finish us off? I kind of glance back and forth between each other again. Uh, let's do a persuade this time. All right. Is that with intellect or? Either intellect or social. Yeah, I'm going intellect. I'm not good at the social thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. That is a nine. A nine. Let's kind of look back and forth uh, at each other a little bit. And kind of, Sophia kind of turns back. Well, um, there was something we had um i also you know you know you know what this was and so Elsa kind of shakes her head a little bit and she said we were transporting uh dangerous cargo that uh, we had to keep had to keep secret it was um it wasn't illegal but uh if that's what you're wondering it was uh definitely valuable definitely desired so if we could get back to the rest of the ship and we'll see if we can track it down and when you say dangerous what do you mean it's not a bomb it's like just know that we need to get we need to get it back. We can't let it be compromised. There's you you are in no danger from it. Uh, it is our job to deal with the pirates. 
we've told you too much already. So, obviously, from what you're telling me, there's a really good chance that the pirates are going to come down here looking for whatever it is that we've got on our ship. I assume it's that whatever it was was with the main body of the ship and not here with the bridge. Yes, they will probably be coming back. And yeah, we should definitely prepare, which is why we need to get out of here. But yes, it's in the main, it's in the main hold. There's a secret compartment that we had where we could smuggle things. We'll, just, we'll need to get back there. Well, I think that we should probably grab as many people as we can and try to put as much distance between us and this wreckage before the pirates make their way down here. Who knows? Maybe they're already here, but trying to get away, I think, is our best option. If you had gotten better at that recon role, you might have been able to determine whether or not pirates are here or not, but you didn't, so you know you don't know that. <laughs> Darn it! I mean, sorry about that. We'll have to edit that cough out. <laughs> you know, I, of course I am not in, in favor of fighting and people dying, but would it be perhaps better, because they do have ships, if we were just to mount a defense around the, the wreckage of the Iron Eagle? Because obviously they can outrun us. Yes, uh, I mean, we're, this is Elsa, you know, as well, I mean, we are stuck in tree cover at the moment, so we're at least hidden, but we did carve a bunch of jungle out, so we'll be easy enough to spot. They do have ships, we'll have to get off of here. Hmm. She kind of thinks for a minute. I see a couple of options. We can, depending on where we are, we might be able to find the town, the colony. We might be able to see if they have something. I don't, I don't think they have any ships there, but at least we can maybe call for help and sit somewhere safer. Or we can, this is absolutely crazy and I do not recommend it, but if the pirates are going to come here anyway, they have ships. We can commandeer one, we might be able to get out of here as well. Hmm. But I, the town would definitely be safer. And as your new first officer, we've already lost too many lives already. You have paid to not land here on Freya, but to continue on. We will have to have you continue on. Can I get your cards, please? Because I will be calling my lawyer about this. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, you, you saw the waiver you signed when you bought your ticket, and this is, we'll, we'll refund the cost of your ticket fully, and... You think I signed those things? That's my lawyer signing those things. Well, then your lawyer would know better. We don't, we don't have time for that. We need to just... Can we go? Out of curiosity, with my, my, my comms and my personal heads-up display, is there any way I could be able to use those to find out like our current location from the port or from like a nearest town sort of thing? Know like, what are our chances of getting there? Obviously, those are two different things, but distance-wise. Uh, yeah, so what you could do... Uh, so you would have... Um, because, yeah, again, it's kind of customary to like auto-download a bunch of information for everywhere you stop, even if it is only temporarily. Uh, what you would have on your computer would essentially just be a basic map. Uh, because this is only tech level six, this is more or less, you know, again, kind of thinking like mid 20th century technology that they have here. They do not have a satellite network that you can connect to. Uh, you do know that there was one that's basically in kind of a geosynchronous orbit around the town, just so that they have kind of satellite. And that was supposed to hook up to the high port, uh, but that never became a thing. So if you happen to be like pretty close to wherever the town is anyway, you might be able to hook it up if you had a more powerful radio, but I don't think your comm allows you to go that far, does it? Um, I, I don't see anything there. Yeah, what's the range on your comms? Let me let me double check. I have a mobile comm as well. Because I think that's mostly, as I understand it, we'll have to double check, but I think that's basically just like a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily a satellite phone or anything. Or like a like a ham radio or anything. 
Apparently, mine reaches up to like. Oh no, that's a transceiver. That's something else. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, a transceiver uh, would be more like a radio. Yeah, my mobile com is probably not. They only have short-range transmission and reception capabilities. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be like hooked up to cell phone towers, and you're definitely not within range of a cell phone tower. So Okay. So no signal there. Gotcha. Can I ask real quick, uh, this hunk of the bridge that we found with Elsa and uh, her partner, um, is, it like, like a, is it like a cockpit area? Like, is it like a full Star Deck, I mean, Star Trek, like, you know, Enterprise ship bridge? Or like, what is it? Uh, it's basically, yeah, Enterprise bridge, but a lot more compact and functional. Okay. Uh, can I investigate that place just to find some info on maybe what they were carrying or kind of who's on the ship or if there's like, you know, something there we can use, um, you know, maybe like, you know, some access keys, like other parts of the other parts of the ship, you know, anything there we can use? Yeah, go ahead and investigate. I got a plus one on investigation. So five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, well, you can see pretty quickly that, yeah, this the, the bridge is pretty inoperable. Maybe like try flipping a couple of switches on computers just to see if there's power. Uh, the few things that do seem to have power, like it's just, there's just enough power to make it work, but like none of the other systems are able to talk to each other. So it's pretty useless. Yeah. Nothing up here. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty bare bones, like just kind of bare minimum uh, as far as what needs to run the ship. Um, and were you thinking like uh, stuff on what they were carrying? Maybe, uh, you know, I'm honestly just looking for any information. Like I was hoping there may be like, you know, like a radar kind of thing that could tell us how far where the pirates were, or like maybe some keys to get to like locked areas of the ship or like. Maybe, you know, some information on maybe who was on the ship. You know, we only met Robert and Deborah so far. Maybe if there's like a, you know, maybe there's uh, maybe there's a list of people there just so we know who's on the ship or, you know, anything, any information, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, after the week of having no one else to talk to, you have met everybody on the ship. Uh, so yeah, you've talked to Robert and Deborah a little bit. Uh, there was one other guy named Julio, uh, who is yeah a younger guy. Julio. I think probably like no more than 20. Uh, he was a student you think going to a different university but you haven't you haven't run into him at all today yet so you don't know mm. yeah you do have a full component of the crew yeah so we have captain laroche who is now dead uh you have elsa and sophia who are here uh, you haven't run into the engineers uh lydia or minjun you haven't run into them yet and you do know there was one more you're pretty sure he's an engineer uh this is actually a varger uh, so kind of the wolf race uh, his name uh, was Zantante Omkir, but you haven't run into him yet either. Okay, awesome. And then, oh yeah, and then VJ the Astrogator. You haven't run into him either, but I believe that was everybody. VJ. <laughs> VJ. While, uh, while they're kind of searching through like the, the bridge area, I'm just going to have my rifle at the ready, kind of looking out from like the opening of the bridge, see if I see what I can see just from there. Just keep an eye out. Okay. Do I get a vibe that like Elsa and Sophia are trying to go back to the ship? Because if that's what they're thinking, I'm thinking like I'll just help them, even though I don't like Elsa right now. Yeah, no, they're they're you can tell. Yeah, they're they're trying to get back to the ship. They want to see what else is going on. Check out the rest of the wreckage. Because obviously, I have no idea. I just control the the main controls. I don't know much about the other stuff. That I, I hire people to take care of those other things for me. Shall we head back then? Let's do it. Let's gather up the rest of the survivors and at least. Try to make a run for it, I guess. All right, so Sophia is kind of helping Elsa limp along, really on only one leg. Unless, did you say you were going to help her out? Yeah, I was going to help her, but lecture her the entire way back. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave, you'll just leave the captain behind there. Um, yeah, Elsa especially kind of looks back and a little bit further. There's a little bit of a tear in her eye you think you can catch, but you don't know. But start headed back. How much taller than Elsa is me? Because I'm 5'6". 
Um, Elsa is she's only five seven. Okay, so. okay, good. Yeah, Sophia though she's Sophia's tall. She's six one. I have slight heels. <laughs> yeah, Jacob. Aboard most normal aircraft, sometimes there will be what's called a black box, which is essentially a log of everything that happened. Would there be an equivalent aboard the Iron Eagle? Yes, uh, that would actually. That's yeah, good thought there. So that would be in the bridge. Would it be with my mechanical skills and knowledge of the construction of different spacecraft? Would it be possible where? With all this time that we've been sitting around the bridge for me to extract that? Uh, yeah, we'll say, yeah, you could do that. You could you could take that out. It does take a minute. That's okay. And give me either mechanical or an electronics roll. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to go ahead and do this mechanical. And we got a 10. 10, all right. Yeah, so pretty easy. You're able to kind of slip it out. Uh, there are a couple of ways you can kind of do it. You could plug in like kind of a USB essentially and just download the information directly. But yeah, you're just like, no, it'll just be easier. We'll just kind of rip out the box. Um, well, you know, nicely the way it's designed to be separated. But yeah, so you have the you have the black box in your hand. It's not a few inches long, I guess, you know, enough that you can kind of fit it into a into a large pocket in a backpack or something. And yeah, you can definitely take that with you. Great. So head back to the wreckage of the the rest of the ship there. Uh, did you want to do like a look around before you head back in or you know, see what else is up here at the main bit? Yeah, I'll uh, I'd like to keep my eye out at least while, you know, uh, Elsa, Sophia and Lance are kind of like struggling along. Just keep my eyes out on the tree line and stuff like that. All right. Uh, let's have you give me another recon check then. All right. Hopefully it's better than last time. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that was a nat twelve. So that would be no. all right. Is it intellect for recon or what is it? Uh, intellect, yeah. Okay, so that would be fourteen. Okay, yeah. So you're just eagle eye. You're looking around everywhere. You get the sense that okay, there are definitely a lot of bugs around here. You kind of get the feeling that there'd be wildlife as well, but there's just stuff got crashed. You probably you probably scared all the wildlife away. So at least for now, you're probably okay. You do look up ahead, and in the breaks of the trees, you do think you are like just above the noise, the ambient noise of the jungle. You do hear what sound to be like ship engines, or not a full ship, probably something smaller, like you know the ship's boat or an air raft. You can't see anything, but like you can kind of hear way off in the distance that there is something out there. So, does do I get the sense that that's like beyond where the other? Where the other piece of the ship is, like the main body of the ship, like beyond that. That's it's a long ways off, whatever it is. Okay. But yeah, close enough that you can hear. Hey, Spoth. Do you hear that? Kind of. A little. I think it's them. Pirates. The pirates? Yeah. Keep an eye out. Alright. Okay. Can do. Alright. So we have pirates on your tail, you know. See what happens here. Hey, uh, hold on. Sorry, can I use my awareness skill? Yeah. Uh, awareness. Wait, sorry. Let me. Let me actually figure out what I'm doing here. <laughs> sorry. You're good. Let's see. Oh, and uh, it hasn't been three hours since you because you used. Um, oh yeah, it hasn't. Send thoughts, and you used uh, clairvoyance. Those are both one point each, so you're down to eight side points uh, before you take like a three hour. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to use awareness. You're not going to use awareness. No, uh, it's not what I thought it was. Yeah, never mind. I'm just going to keep a lookout. So you're going out there, yeah, you're kind of pointing things out, definitely on your guard. No one seems to be around yet, though, which is nice. Um, you make it back to the wreckage of the main body of the ship. Uh, and yeah, it's now that you're looking at it, instead of walking away from it, you can see a little better. Like, it did definitely wedge itself pretty good into there. Uh, if you kind of go around the back, you can definitely see one of the engines is just completely gone. Uh, and then another 
has an extremely large hole in it. It's yeah, not looking too great. Like they were you kind of especially going around the back, you can definitely tell like the ship was being fired upon at the back. They were trying to take out the engines. Uh the cargo door on the back is kind of below most of the engines kind of tucked in the tucked away in between them. It is closed and it is like partially buried, so it'd probably take a little bit of work, but you could maybe open it if you could figure out a way to get to the cargo bay and at least get access from there. Based on how far it's buried, you don't know if you'll be able to get the ship's boat out, but no, hard to say at this point in time. Um, is there is there a way for me to like climb up on top of the ship to get like a better vantage point to look out towards the direction? I yep. want to like climb up onto the ship and like look towards the direction of the sound that I saw and see if I see anything. Okay, yeah. So you can go ahead and climb up there. Uh, let's just say you can do a dex check if you have athletics. You can add that as well. Sweet. Okay, that's a seven. Seven. All right. So it does take you some time, um, and you're. You kind of have to start over because you realize, oh, wait, no, this isn't going to be a great climbing vantage. You kind of have to start from another part of the ship. So it takes you a minute, not a literal minute, but like a, a while. But you are able to kind of climb up, not all the way to the top, but you do have kind of a better vantage point of what's going on. It's not quite enough to be able to see above the tree line, but at least it gives you like a wider view of the sky. Okay. And do I see anything worth no- noteworthy? From that, let's see, from your vantage point, uh, you do think you see kind of... Off in the distance, you do think like, you know, like when an airplane is kind of cruising, like you just see it way out there. You think you see a ship kind of just way out in the distance there. Okay. You don't see the boat though. Like this is, this is an actual ship. Like they're in low orbit at the moment. Okay. So if somebody were to come down, they'd probably come down in a boat from said ship type of a deal. Probably. Yeah. If nothing else, just because there's not really any landing spot or way too many trees. Like it is jungly. Like you're not going to be able to. Thing anyway, so yeah, if you would, it would be in a uh, okay, gotcha. Ship's boat, gotcha. Okay, I'll make my way back down with the rest of the group then. All right, as you're climbing back down, Santiago, your phone rings. <laughs> uh, hello. Hey, uh, is it? Yeah. Hey, me. Speak up, please. Hot. <laughs> hey. You hear like a lot of static uh, kind of going on. There's definitely some crackles. Uh, okay, hold on. Yes, yes, I can hear out. you. What is happening? Ah! See, I told you it would work. I told you I could do it. Uh, you recognize the voice of Yan Minjun. This is the kind of engineer in training. He's getting ready to take over. But yeah, so he's. Ah, Yan, you're alive. Okay, this is very good. What, what, what's up? Yeah, where are the rest of you? We're, we've been. I'm, I'm here with Santante. We're, we're stuck in the engine room. We, I think the door's stuck or something. We can't get out. It's because you bloody idiots locked the door to the engine room. <laughs> you should have opened it up earlier when I wanted to get in. Look, I don't. Well, okay, looking back now, yeah, but it's. See, look, I we're, told you. We're stuck. Okay, but no, we are we're coming back from the bridge right now. I will make my way down to the engine room and I will manually open the door and let you out. Thanks. Well, we tried manually opening it cuz we do have a crank on this side. So I don't I don't think you'll be able to do it. One let's... Do you have a plasma cutter? Yeah, we do. There should actually be one. Then cut the door. Let's see, well, not on, it's not it's not in with me. Like we just have the engine over here, but there's one on your side if you want to go get it. I, I want to see where did it Okay, I will find the plasma cutter. It could where, take a little while, you know. The ship is a little bit messy. Yeah. Just I, a little bit. Yes, I know. We'll just, we'll see what we can do here. I even tried to get a radio. Like, did we, 
where's where's everybody else? We I try to reach out to everybody, but I don't know. It's yeah, Sophia and Ellie. Uh, they're they're good. They're here walking with me. Uh, we see Robert and Deborah, and now we know that you two are alive. You said it was two of you, right? Yeah, yeah, two of us here. Are either of you injured? I mean, you know, bumps and bruises, nothing too major. I don't think we'll we'll be fine. I just did you see the captain anywhere? Yeah, uh, yeah, that that is the unfortunate news. I, uh, you know, he's no longer with us. He took a very long vacation. What I'm trying to say is he's dead. <laughs> <sighs> All right, fine. <sighs> also, we're gonna have to like make this snappy, uh, because we may or may not have. Uh, you know, those people that shot us down, they may be coming and trying to finish the job. Uh, so if you could tell me quickly where that plasma cutter is, we will get on this thing like liggity split. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I think it was. Uh, there's actually like a very small kind of machine shop, at like an area that you noticed on the ship. Uh, it's kind of tucked away in a closet more than anything, more like kind of storage. Uh, than anything else, kind of meant for general mechanical supplies, kind of near where the lounge would be, just a little closet off there. He directs you into, okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, in this room, on this shelf, you know. Unless you moved it. No, I didn't. All right, well, I'll go find it, and I'll be right down there. All right, don't don't hurt yourselves. Don't do anything stupid, okay? Okay. All right. I'll try. I'm out. Okay, guys, hey, I know you just heard that side of the conversation from my end. I'm going to go try to get them out of there, you know, so you do what you got to do, but I'm going to be down there trying to free them from the engine room. Capiche? Capiche. All right. And with that, Santiago makes his way down to first that mechanics room to find the plasma cutter and then down to the engine room to free them. Okay. All right. Uh, while you're up there, one thing I did forget to mention, uh, this is important. So while Lloyd, you're up there, you're kind of scanning the sky. You do notice in one of the trees kind of nearby, you do think you kind of see a bit of a tangled mess uh, in one of the trees that kind of catches your eye. You had like a 14 on that, right? Yeah, on my initial recon. Yeah. Well, I'll just carry it through. It's just, what the heck, yeah. You do see a body kind of tangled up in the trees. <gasps> oh, that's not good. That's not good. Do I, any, how far away is it? Would I recognize any details from it? I, not from here. I, I mean, it's a human body is what you can tell. It's kind of stuck in some vines, but uh, yeah, it's probably uh, 15 feet up off the ground, kind of a little farther in from where everything crashed. So maybe you kind of get the sense that like, oh, somebody fell out or something like right before impact or, or maybe the body like somehow bounced out after the crash. I don't know. Just it's mm, okay. There is a body. Up there. Maybe, it's right. maybe it's VJ. Maybe it's VJ. What? That's, but that's like towards like the back of the ship, like towards the back engines type of a deal in that direction. Well, since that's where I think I heard the sound of potentially pirates being, I'm probably not going to go find it, look at it, but I will note its location, but then I'm probably just going to go down and uh, meet up with the rest of the guys. Okay. All right. So you head back and you find uh, Santiago rooting through a closet here. You do you do eventually find a portable plasma torch. Finally, there's that stupid thing. Oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, Santiago. <laughs> I light up the plasma torch. I like how uh, hey, Santiago is about everything right now. <laughs> what, you, uh, what you doing with that there, Santiago? 
Uh, some of the nincompoops got themselves stuck down in the engine room. I'm telling you, it's a bad procedure to lock the engine room during emergencies. What if people need to get in there for one thing or another? And now we have to go free them? It's stupid. But, you know, I'm going to go let them out. If you need me, I'll be down below. Oh, that's good. So there's more survivors. We found some people. Oh, yeah. There's there's at least a couple of them. They're not injured. Oh, good. Well, good. seriously, at least. <laughs> Who knows about emotional trauma, but... <laughs> you all need therapy. I assume every, that we've all made it back into the the main hunk of ship, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while you're gone, actually, while you're in there, so uh, Robert does come up to you. Uh, he's like, oh, good, you're back. Um, yeah, so we found, we were kind of banging on walls and things like that. We think there's somebody in the engine room. We don't know. Um, we Yes. Yes, there is. That's <laughs> what this is for. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't hear very well. We weren't sure if it was just like blood pounding in our I don't know. But um, we did find Julio the last passenger um i he was in his room i don't i don't think he made it um so we just we found him there we don't really know what to do with him but we at least like laid him on his in his bunk there so he's there um i haven't how did you find out there i I haven't seen anyone else come by here well we brought obviously we brought back sophia and elsa but the captain he he didn't make it god rest his soul well that's too bad that's so i I think the only ones that were missing then are uh, VJ and uh, was it what was it Lydia? Lydia. I think those are the only two that are unaccounted for. But whoever we don't find is probably dead up in the trees. <laughs> I did see I did see a body up in the trees when I climbed up on the top. That could that's probably one of them. I don't know if it's VJ or oh. Lydia. If it's VJ, let's maybe not tell Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> So what are the rest of you? What's uh, Spoth and Lance up to? I think Spoth is following Lloyd around. Okay. Um, kind of. I think I will probably just give everyone a pep talk and also ask <laughs> Robert and uh, Deborah if they found any like. Because I think out of all curiosity right now, I think I'm more just frustrated and like, what the heck could be so important that they would throw my plans off for this stupid thing that's going to be stolen anyways and i think it's going to make really good tv what caused the the crash of the uh whatever so <laughs> i think i might be curious and try to find out so we heard it was like in the brig or something not the brig the um the cargo hold yeah the cargo hold i think i'll probably like ask robert to come with me to the cargo hold or something like that just yeah oh yeah okay um yeah i'll come i'll come with you uh i don't really have much better to do at the moment so let's come on let's go make history all right so you two go down uh you do actually find uh elsa who's kind of sitting now up against the wall and sophia is actually trying to get the manual crank on to open into the cargo hold she's definitely struggling i'll i'll run up and like don't worry i got this hey robert want to come help out (laughs) (laughs) uh sure Uh, okay he kind of gives you this like I'll, I'll, I'll before I, I'll take a look at Robert and see how banged up is he is like because it sounds like honestly I'm fine I don't think I have any kind of physical damage to me yeah he's he looks all right like a little bit of bumps and bruises but like you know he's walking around he's fine yeah so the way I'll do this is I'll I'll, I'll push Elsa to the side and start cranking it for her and I want to give the strength check but the immediate the to the second I fail it I'll pass it off to Robert like oh I, I'm losing it up for you all right so yeah if you want to yeah, check for me perfect. That is a nine. A nine. All right. So it does take a little bit of work with the nine. It's like, it takes a minute. You feel like you could do it, but it will be oh. hard. So 
I don't know. Did you want to stop and pass it off to? Ryan? I think I'll, if if I feel like I can accomplish this, I think I'm going to do it. Got to got to seem strong to the rest of the group. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you kind of you kind of pause for a minute after it gets kind of hard, and then Sophia just is like, "You okay?" And then you're just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. I can totally do this. Yeah, we're we're, we're good." <laughs> yeah, and then you're able to open it. So it does take a minute, but you can open yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. I could even do this. The door's probably completely wedged. It's the crash. We're lucky that my strength is holding me up right now. That I've been doing all these push-ups and sit-ups this entire travel. We're really lucky. It's just, it's just going. It's just going along. It's just sliding along in this track. Like it's, it's, it's harder definitely, but it's, it's, it's going. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. So you open it up. Um, the cargo hold is black. Like there's like not even the emergency lights are on. Does my heads-up display have anything there? Let me see. <laughs> That's a good question. Can I use my my comm slight? <laughs> I can't just get lighter. <laughs> no, it's just information. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's see. Hey, hey, Robert, do you have a light or something on you? Uh, yeah. Let's hold on. Elsa, um, anyone? Uh, just just flashlight. Come on, you guys. Yeah, hold on. Elsa says, you know, she reaches around in her pocket. She pulls out like one of those little like pen flashlights or something. Hands it off to Sophia call yourself a pilot and i turn on the flashlight and <laughs> i try to she's the one who's prepared <laughs> <laughs> and so i just start to see I, i'm just gonna look around with the with the tiny little flashlight see what i can see okay uh while you're looking there um santiago is kind of cutting away at the door it definitely takes a minute but you're able to carve kind of a hole into the door and you're you are able to finally cut away like it's taken a while but you're able to cut open the engine room, there's a small hole that people can crawl out of. Uh, when the piece of the door clatters to the ground, you do see Minjun out there, and he's got a bunch of tools. He's got in his hands kind of what... It's, it's an extremely MacGyver, just Jimmy rigged radio that he put together, and you're pretty sure that's what he called you on. Nice. Oh, it's good to be out there. That's I can already breathe a little bit better, I think. It's... Whew. All right. Well, shall we go? And he turns over, and you do see this Varger... Uh, over off to the side uh, he's kind of been kind of sitting down not really sure what to do he's um varga can't see too well in the dark uh, they're really good at like smelling and everything else but it's just it's kind of been dark so he's he, the varga especially has kind of been stuck in the dark he goes yeah okay well let's go let's get out of here so they both uh crawl up. yeah get up there grab your stuff you know we're we may be making a stand here we may be leaving i, I don't know go talk to to sophia or or Lloyd seems like he's on watch up there. I don't know. I don't know. You you do what you gotta do. Oh, and and if any of you guys see the the right nose plug um, <laughs> air filter respirator, I still only have the left one. So if you see it somewhere, please take it or bring it to me or let me know. Okay. Okay. Capiche. All right. I guess that's. Oh, With keep... uh, I do pull out the the Geiger counter and i'm just gonna like stick it through the hole in the door and just try to detect if there's any major leaks going on okay uh there is a minor leak you can tell uh between the ship getting uh, between the ship shielding and then the distance away like you weren't really able to pick anything up but now that you're in the room like there is definitely a leak uh, you don't think that uh minjun and umkir were in there for long enough to have like severe radiation damage but they're probably not feeling too hot you will definitely want to like close this back up as soon as you can. Like there will be radiation leaking out of the hole that you just made. 
Okay, well, before I do that, I'm going to go track down Sophia and pretty much, you know, now that I've gotten them out, what is the next plan? So you've gotten them out. Uh, And then Lloyd, were you checking out that body in the trees or? No, I'm just going to, from where I was up top, I'm going, I went down, saw Santiago, and then I'm just standing kind of guard, keeping watch at the entrance of, of where like the, the door to the bridge was just keeping an eye out on the, what's out there. All right. Uh, so yeah, then you end up in the cargo room. Uh, luckily, the engineers are a little more prepared with bigger and better flashlights, so they they kind of know what's up. Um, they don't even need to necessarily exchange any words there. They do. Uh, yeah, both of them kind of give Elsa kind of a uh, kind of a tap on the shoulder, like, "Hey, you know, it's good to see you're at least alive. You know, hope you're holding in there," kind of a thing. And they go in, and yeah, you do see Sophia's kind of taking the light. And she's looking around in, uh, along the walls of this cargo bay, uh, and she does eventually go to one particular spot that doesn't seem like there's anything there. She pulls out a key, not even like an electronic key, but like an old-fashioned, you know, like mechanical key. Sticks it in, turns it, looks at everybody who isn't a crew member who is watching her, and kind of gives you kind of dagger eyes, like, "Go on, look away." An exclusive first look from Captain's Log. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to put in a, in a a key combo into a panel that's just been revealed with the key. And then she's like, oh my God, are you recording this right now? No. And I... <laughs> turn around. I'll quickly turn off the camera then. Turn around. I'm serious. <laughs> and I'll try to sneakily like, pull up my camera that like the, the video... <laughs> the positions her body such that you like everything is... You, you, you just get her back. You, know? uh, you do hear kind of the beeping... Uh, and there is a bigger compartment that kind of opens up out of the side of the wall, reaches in, pulls out uh, a box. Yeah, probably about 18 inches long or so. Uh, kind of a suitcase looking thing. There's a handle. She picks it up. And she's like, well, we got what we need. We need. We should probably get out of here. Let's see. Who else are we missing? VJ and uh, that's the only guy. And some other girl. What's her name? Oh, Lydia. Yeah, I haven't seen her yet. Linda? Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're looking for still <laughs> Linda, Linda. <laughs> she was interesting um yeah let's let's go there's let's see it's just kind of a brief head count oh we also got julio we're missing julio julio i think he's dead the entire time i want to try to see like just so you know like this if there's ever an opportunity for me to make a like a perception check if we want to call it that but i like my eyes are keyed in on that briefcase to see what the heck could be inside of a briefcase that could potentially end the most important person per person's life on that ship. <laughs> this is all about you. It, it is you. Yeah. Um, it's very nondescript. Um, it's yeah. Impossible to see kind of what's going on there. Um, it's yeah. She's left the Navy, right? So if I try to pull rank, that wouldn't work. I yeah so you're both out of the navy so that's kind of less important now okay yeah so she well and, and there is a level of like she's captain of this ship so it's like in many ways in this situation she outranks you just because this is her ship now so has no one been able to find this Julio kid no I haven't found him yet hmm well I mean the the clock is ticking so it kind of gotta you know make make a call and do are we gonna hold up here and uh, you know have a firefight or are we going to try and make a run for it? I think that Julio, uh, I think Julio's, uh, I think Julio's gone for all intents and purposes. Okay. I think he's, uh, yeah. Any sign of VJ? Uh, not so far. Has anyone heard about VJ? I haven't seen him. Okay. Well, there goes that. 
so yeah, I guess do we want to make a make a stand here at the ship against the pirates? I don't know. I've never I've never fought pirates before, so I don't know how difficult that would be. They do have five ships, so I oh. mean we're probably going to be seriously outnumbered. Oh. Before we leave the cargo, is there anything that I can see in there that we could potentially like make a getaway with? Like, I uh, so you do see there is a ship's boat uh, that's in there. It's kind of small, more just like a shuttle. It's in pretty rough shape, and you kind of think that based on the way everything's kind of wedged in there, like you could open the cargo door. You don't know that you could fit it out, so it's there. You'll just eh. Okay. In that case, so. Uh, uh, Sophia, like she's definitely the people person. She's kind of going through the list here. Uh, totally not referencing this Excel sheet I have open in front of me. She has this all in her head. You know? <laughs> Captain has passed away. Let's see, we're missing missing Lydia and VJ and Julio. Is that right? Am I am I with the group? I mean, I'm I'm standing guard, but like how close I'm standing guard at the entrance of where the bridge door was. Where is the cargo hold in relation to where I'm at? And I'm assuming I'm not a part of this conversation. Uh, yeah, so that the the bridge is kind of up at the front, uh, the cargo bay, along okay. with the engines. That's all kind of in the back, uh, kind of oh, and, a, and a deck below as well. So gotcha. it's yeah, you're you're kind of separated from this. I'm separated. Okay, good to know. Just wanted to make sure. But speaking of which, Lloyd, you do. Let's have you make one more recon check for me. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> and then was Spoth outside too? Spoth is inside. I think in the cargo bay. You're inside. Okay. All right. That's a seven. Uh, okay, you definitely hear some engines coming in from somewhere. They're close, whoever they are. Uh-oh. You probably have... Uh, they're close enough that you probably have like 30 seconds to do something. This engine sound is definitely coming closer. Yeah, you probably... You guesstimate you probably have about 20 to 30 seconds before whoever it is arrives. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to take out my... my. I have a detonating charge. Um, actually, that doesn't, that doesn't explode very much. I'm not going to do that. Never mind. It only has like a one meter radius. It wouldn't be useful for a ambush. Okay, well, uh, I am going to just start running back towards the cargo hold, looking for like, obviously heading back to the rest of the group, but along my way, just kind of looking for places where I could maybe, you know, see the door and set up a little, I don't know, firing stand type of a deal. Just anywhere I could get cover. That's the way to say. Where you get cover? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you'll be able to you'll be able to do that. There's kind of a you will kind of have to retreat back into the ship a little bit and just kind of peek around kind of a hallway. But yeah, you can definitely do that. Do you, do you alert anyone else? Yeah, I'm just gonna um, just yell towards the back of the ship. Just hey, everybody! I think they're here. Get ready! All right. And with that, that is just enough time. Yeah, you do see two air rafts uh, kind of pull up. So they're they're just floating a bit more or less basically star wars speeders essentially uh they're full of armed pirates uh and you do notice in one of them tied up like hands tied but otherwise unrestrained you do see lydia in the back of one of them mm, okay yeah, one of them you assume is the leader of this pirate gang says well 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 boys and girls what do we have here i do think we're about to get paid and as he pulls out his rifle and with that, we will end this session ah! of the Traveler's Log podcast. Wow! <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! Man. 
thank you everyone for listening to the second episode of Traveler's Log Podcast. Uh, we're going to be excited because we've managed to go a whole two episodes without combat, but now things are going to get messy. So cool. we'll have to wait and see what happens next time. Thanks again for listening. Uh, and until we meet again, travelers, stay safer than our party and Godspeed. This has been an episode of the Traveler's Log Podcast. We've been playing Mongoose Traveler 2nd Edition. The theme music is called Beyond the Glittering Depths and was composed by me. All other music and sound effects come from Monument Studios. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. I'm excited to shoot my assault rifle because I have no skills in gun. I have no guns. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to explode. Oh, were, you the, were you the best one to pick up that weapon? But you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's fine. It was thrown at me, you know? I don't yeah. know. The Varga comes up later and he's like, wait, what are you doing with my gun? Oh, give me that. <laughs> Take it from me. Dude.